Zen. <laughs> <laughs> Musa, you can do this, Seth. <laughs> Breathe. <laughs> I'm already triggered. They, there's already casted season 15 of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> We're never leaving these mics. I'm going to be on my deathbed on season like 4,000 of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to... the. Thanks for coming. (laughs) 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 Nurse, I'll take another (laughs) jello. Hey, by that time, we might be like, I don't know, invaded by Russia. So you can be like, hello. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Hello, Russia. (laughs) Thanks for coming. (laughs) Stoliachnia. Thanks, thanks for coming, Sprekisiai. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. I think we just got banned in Russia. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Poon's like, I heard what you said about my lover. Ah! <laughs> All right. You guys, should we like do the show? I'm ready. Ooh. I guess. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> like, whatever you feel is necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, All right, you guys. Well, hello and thanks for coming. My name is Seth. What is yours? Hey, it's Jamal. Mayamo Stony. Well, well, hello, America. <laughs> Welcome back to another week at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast there ever was. We are back here this week in the Honesty Spill of the Week segment. We will be talking about episode 42 of All Stars 4, RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back to our eighth hour of podcasting. The uh, the rest of the season of All Stars Four, RuPaul just released it all at once because they have to do season eleven now. <sighs> Damn, we're not gonna get a break, but that's okay. When I when I saw the tweet that they were like doing something with season twelve, I was like, wait, did I get like the seasons mixed up? Because like, why are we going to twelve already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl, I don't know. Weird shit's happening. Somehow, Eureka won All Stars Four. I just don't even know how that happened. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> just kidding <laughs> she's definitely in the doghouse this week yeah she is the doghouse girl <laughs> check her uh tagged locations and you can find out where she is <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that <laughs> um so before we get into this most current episode of rupaul's drag race uh girl how is your dry january going let's just get an update how's everyone doing and it's stony are you still alive uh yeah i'm still alive i've just been drinking gallons and gallons of kombucha um (laughs) (laughs) in order to detox my body from all the diet coke i was previously drinking so um it's been a tough month like not you know i moved from alcohol to like i don't know diet coke with lots of aspartame and now i'm like finally down to um kombucha so i'm hoping like to really reel it in these last like 10 days or so (laughs) were you like trying to drink so much kombucha you got drunk since you can't have actual alcohol oh yeah that did cross my mind (laughs) um (laughs) cheating sony's cheating (laughs) 
After I couldn't find the scope upstairs, I was like, oh, I'll try kombucha. <laughs> well, I think you were first like, let's try robo tripping. Okay, well, let's go with let's go with some uh, kombucha. All right. <laughs> I've been all right. I've been drinking a ton of water at work, like I, at least a half a gallon a day, a gallon some days. Whoa. Yeah. Trying to be refreshed. We're almost there. January is almost over. I know. Are you guys going to be like cracking like a bottle open at like midnight uh, on the 31st, <laughs> like into the first? Well, actually, my work, I'm actually helping organize. There's like a happy hour on the 30th. So my dry January <gasps> is going to end on the 30th. And then Nick will be here for a beer fest. Beer fest, beer fest, beer fest. Yes. Winter fest in Indianapolis. I just imagine Jamal being like, rabbit, rabbit, bitch, and then like slamming a beer. (laughs) (laughs) We did it. (laughs) We are the champions, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) I'll keep it cute. You know, I'll probably sip on some bubbles in the corner. I'm still getting to know the staff, you know. I can't get too crazy. Uh Uh-oh, Jamal's drinking a lot, you guys. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, very cool. Also, this weekend, you guys are going to see Monet. Is Nick going to be going with you? No, Nick won't be here, um, mostly because um, we didn't really talk about it or plan it. But he's going to be up the following weekend, and it's like a a two-and-a-half-hour drive from where he's at. So it'll just be us two on Friday night. Okay. Nick wasn't invited. I see how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm liking where this is going. (laughs) Hey, no shade. We just bought these tickets like late last week. I know. I'm just trying to start a rivalry with Nick. I'm just trying to keep it going strong. It's just between oh. us, not necessarily you guys and Nick. <laughs> I gotcha. You know I'm slow. It's fine. Oh, gosh. Well, that's really cool. Are you guys excited for Monet? I am excited. So there's some drama around this show. I don't know if Stoney knows, but the Monet show for Indy had actually been postponed like three times. But now there's like a mystery queen. So somebody else is coming and they're not telling us who it is. They're just going to tell us when we get there. Blair St. Clair. That's what I'm hoping for. I don't know. I hope it's Eureka. (laughs) Oh, my God. Holy shit. That would be, like, devastating. I'm hoping it's Bob. (laughs) So, wait. So, Monet's not coming, or there's an additional surprise queen coming with her? There's an additional surprise queen coming. Oh, shit. If it's Bob and Monet, I would fucking lose my mind. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a New York queen. I don't know why. I just feel like it's going to be a New York queen. What if it's the Vixen because she's from Chicago? Uh, I guess that would be fun. Yeah. That could be kind of cool, I guess. Even though she's still canceled in my book after her last kerfuffle. (laughs) Yeah. I can't even keep track of all of them anymore. So I'm like, I've already moved on from. (laughs) Oh, wow. It's so weird. (laughs) We're just putting all the girls in timeout. Yeah. I was going to say, Eureka and the Vixen are canceled at the same time. Wow. <laughs> who knew? Yeah. Who who just got... Did anyone just get recently out of uh, cancellation? Not in my agenda. No. Yeah, I, I've lost track of all the cancellations, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to check my book. I have a whole log of this. <laughs> um, well, is there uh, any other life updates that we should know about you guys? Anything cool happen this week? Oh, I think that's pretty much it. You know, we're just like counting down the days second by second. (laughs) It's just like 
for us in January, so it's just like wishing it was spring break and that I were somewhere warm. Just yeah. considering all of the warm places I can move that don't have snow or ice. Ooh. We're at that point in January, so nothing exciting. <laughs> Let's all move to Hawaii and hang 10. Eh, I'd settle for LA, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Subtle shade to all our Hawaiian listeners. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alaska is like very disconnected, so I'm not trying to go to like the other disconnected state. I wouldn't mind being disconnected in Hawaii, honestly, because <laughs> <laughs> our fucking country sucks right now. <laughs> find you a nice island boy to take care of you i mean there were a lot of cuties when i was there last year <laughs> i'm sure i was like oh i'm gonna go play with your coconuts <laughs> <laughs> anyways so before we move on to the show um i do have a piece of fan mail here that i would like to open on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh who's it from um, I think it says it's from Jamal and Stoney. Ha ha. <laughs> it's your belated birthday gift. Yes. I love a belated birthday gift. Wow. I thought this was going to be easier to get into or else I would have sliced it open already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I ordered it like maybe eight days before your birthday, but that website, Uncommon Goods, they've got a lot of cool stuff, but their like shipping and delivery is kind of sketchy, so I'm just glad it made it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was a Ponzi scheme at first from one of our Instagram <laughs> thoughts, but actually it's a real website. <laughs> I'm like, hopefully like... We don't have like a hater that's like sending you like something terrible. <laughs> oh my God. Some white powder just shot at me. You guys. <laughs> I think I got the anthrax. <laughs> Was it like Eureka sending you hate mail or something? <laughs> oh, oh, look, it's a white hood from Eureka signed personally <laughs> by her. <laughs> All right, you guys, I'm almost in here. Wow, they're packing. It's like very impressive at Uncommon Goods. Yeah, they're very well padded. <laughs> I, I think the challenges was uh, swerves and curves for this packaging. Oh. Let's see if Ooh. there's a redemption here. Oh my God. I got a clock, you guys. I'm going to describe it. So I have a clock here and it was made with like a vinyl record because you guys know like how much I love vinyl records. Uh-huh. And it looks so cute. I like it. Good. I'm it was something different. I as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, we have to get this for Seth. Like he's always doing all the editing and doing most of like that leg work. So it's a happy birthday and a thank you for all that you do, Queen. Thanks, girl. Did you see that it was made in Philadelphia where I was just visiting a couple months a month ago? Are you telling me I could have like saved on shipping if I just gave it to you early? <laughs> I'm like, I could have stopped by the store, girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm here to pick up order 666. I don't know. <laughs> What's cool about that clock is the um, the record. You can pick from four different genres. I think it's like jazz, rock, um, classical. And there's one other yeah. category, but it's pretty neat. One category is uh, <laughs> MAGA. <laughs> You're like, we'll probably just not pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> what are they singing about it's, it's not it's like oh great i got my kid rock clock fantastic <laughs> <laughs> well i hope you like it happy birthday seth yeah thank you guys so much 
I'm gonna figure out how to hang this up, girl. <laughs> like talking to the <laughs> microphone. Good. Yeah, you have to show us where you hang it. Yeah, I'll have to pick a spot. All my walls are currently covered by Timothy Chalamet and other <laughs> Call Me By Your Name memorabilia. <laughs> so it's going to be um, really hard to choose one to take down. <laughs> for all of you out there, Seth always has really good like picture placement like in whatever apartment he has. So he'll definitely have to send us a picture, maybe do a post on Instagram when it's hung up. Yeah, absolutely. I for sure will. Uh, hopefully I have the right batteries. I'm assuming it's batteries. And um, and uh, yeah, once I get it posted, I'll take pictures. Yay. Thank you guys so much. I keep picturing just like your room looking like, like a teenage boy's room that has like Jonathan <laughs> Taylor Thomas like hung up <laughs> everywhere. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but instead it's Timothy Chalamet now because yeah. I'm not in the 90s anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Basically, (laughs) that and a lot of plants. I don't think teenage boys have plants. They can barely take care of themselves. This is true. (laughs) I don't know. All right, you guys. Well, I think we've covered all of our bases for the introduction of this television show. So we'll be back (laughs) with the honest tea spill of the week and probably an update on uh, the drag show that Stoney and Jamal went to. And yeah, so hang on tight and we'll be back soon. Uh, Honest tea. May the odds be ever in our favor. Okay, Katniss. Uh, This is (laughs) Catnip Everdeen. That's going to be my drag name. (laughs) Now, welcome to the stage, Catnip Everdeen. Catnip Everdeen. (laughs) Oh, God. All right, you guys. Well, welcome back to the Honest Tea Spill of the Week, where we will be talking about episode seven of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 4. But before we get into that, of course, I would like to check in with Jamal and Stoney because they uh, just last night went to go see Monet Exchange plus Mystery Queen. So would you guys like to talk about your night? Yeah, so this was an exciting night. We got Primo Parking entering this new venue it wasn't as big as the anthonym but it was still pretty open it was definitely more like you're in a bar club like nothing to write home about but it was a good (laughs) venue for a drag show (laughs) yeah and when he says primo parking he means like we drove through the back alley and there was like magically a spot there so don't get it twisted i I thought you meant in the in the lobby of the venues where you got to park (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> could you imagine drive-in drag show maybe we should make this a thing yeah girl I mean, tanya would probably fit through that door maybe pretty big i drive a <laughs> nissan uh versa note so a small little hatchback it's like a clown car there's a ton of room inside but it's a pretty small car is there enough room for some junk in the trunk oh all the junk in the <laughs> trunk like monet was giving us last night yeah <laughs> It was a good show. Like she was very fun. She came out twice in different um different outfits. She wore that same white the heart outfit that you saw in Seattle. Mm-hmm. So I loved that. And then her second look was actually her um All Stars Four intro look. So the little black leotard with the bow tie kind of tuxedo look. Ooh, controversial. 
It looks much better in person, <laughs> let me say. Yeah, it actually really did. It looks way better in person. I still don't think it was like a good like intro look for All Stars 4, but it looked fabulous on stage last night. Nice. She had some really great numbers. She made some jokes. Um, <laughs> she was like, I've never been so excited to see a room full of white people. I'm getting All Lives Matters vibes, but that's okay. <laughs> and I'm, I'm in the balcony like, yeah. Yes, read. read them. <laughs> but no, it was great energy. Monet just served it. A very, very good performer. I think if she's an indie ever again or close enough, we're probably definitely going to go see her. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was really good. I thought that, you know, anytime like you see these queens live, I feel like you see a different side of them. I definitely think that um, I saw a different side of her and you can definitely tell she's kind of a star like she just Mm -hmm. her stage presence is really good so it was nice to see her perform and she had really good rapport with the audience like you know interacting with the people down on the floor with her and we had general admission seats so we could have been down there too we just kind of liked our view from the edge of the balcony but um she was just very interactive and i've always liked that when a queen can bring that to her show. So can you reveal to us who the surprise special guest was? It was Penny Tration. Who's that? What was that from like season five? <laughs> I had to ask the same thing. I was like, who is she, Penny Tration? I actually can't remember what season I she was I thought she was season five. She might be season five, but I remember she was the fan voted queen and also yes. she went home first. <laughs> yep. I remembered both of those bullets there. But um, actually, you know, I didn't hate her performance. She was enjoyable. She had huge hair on, which, you know, I love a huge head of hair. So uh, Penny brought it too. If you were following at TFC pod on Instagram, you saw some snippets there. Yeah, girl. Well, I'm sure all the people that were mad at the two queens were coming were like not mad anymore after they saw his penetration. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. As we wrap up though, I, I just love the end of the show because Monet, she's, she's talked about it on sibling rivalry, her podcast with Bob, you know, whenever she's in a new city or a familiar city, she wants to sample the local trade. So she was giving her like criteria. (laughs) Uh Oh, so she's like, catch me on the apps. You might get some some Monet exchange tonight. Oh, <laughs> did you check the apps? Could you find her? I did not see Monet logged on when I was looking, but Rude. you know, we would have hosted Monet and all that ass. Hey, girl, <laughs> want to come to our party? <laughs> it involves video games and red wine. Yes, <laughs> and Twister. <laughs> <laughs> well, fantastic. Yeah, sounds like you guys had a wonderful night. I am jealous that you got to see Penny. Oh no, I'm not jealous that you saw Penny. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Otherwise, it sounds like a fantastic night. So, um, yeah, check the socials. I'm sure some photo videos and uh, other special content will be released so you guys can kind of get to experience Jamal and Stoney's wonderful night as I get to. Yes. So why don't we change gears here and we will move into uh, the honesty spill of the week. So... This was an interesting episode. I mean, I think this was like kind of the episode that we were all waiting for all season. (laughs) I mean, last week's was good, but this was like also like a really good episode, I think. It was. You know, I I didn't know. It was one of those episodes where you're just not sure what's going to happen because you're reaching that point of the competition where anybody can go home. It's the littlest thing will take you out. 
Yeah, and I thought the like I thought the production did a good job on this episode because I liked the challenge. It was interesting. They weren't being fed like stupid lines. And um also too like I thought the runway was very uh a good theme this week. So overall good job by production. <laughs> good job guys. We were we're finally hitting our stride like halfway through the season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So from the top Latrice and Monique are talking about being happy that they both stayed. And then uh, Valentina kind of was like, I'm also happy that I stayed. <laughs> or like kind of thinks, you know, does her typical Valentina thing. Uh-huh. Living her fantasy. <laughs> living living that fantasy, Miss Valentina. You got to love her for that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I thought that was like really crazy. She's like, I'm going to win the competition. <laughs> well... Spoiler alert. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I knew immediately, like, once we knew what the competition was, like, I was like, Valentina's in trouble because she has no, like, ability to actually study for anything. Like, she always just tries to wing it. And it's always just, like, her just, like, going up on stage, like, and doing just, like, little side dances. (laughs) I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, (laughs) Yeah, you can only rely on that quirk so much. Like, it has to be somewhat produced and edited. Absolutely. So um, let's go ahead and get into the, the challenge this week. This week, the queens, they had to pair up and work in teams, and they needed to make their own club, including a name, a signature cocktail, and, um, you know, just sort of, well, I guess they had to paint the walls, sort of. <laughs> they had to, like, decorate the space, so they just had to, like, they gave them a literal blank canvas, and they just had to make it their own. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I thought in honor of this week's challenge that like maybe would you guys want to participate in an, in uh, the challenge our, ourselves <laughs> and we can each like pitch our own nightclub and have a name and a signature cocktail and a brief description of what your experience would happen <laughs> or what would happen in your club. I'm down. Oh my God. Let's do it, queen. <laughs> let's do it. All right. So let's take maybe like each person gets about like 30 to 45 seconds and, and uh, we'll do our little pitch. So who would like to go first? I'm scared. I can do go. you want to go first? I'll go first if you want me to. Okay. You go first. That way I can like cheat off of you. Okay. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so my club's name is Androgyny. And at Androgyny, it's a very darkly lit club, but very classy environment. Lots of like bougie, nice chairs to sit on, you know, leather couches, mm. Um, you know, interesting neon lighting, perhaps. And uh, there is all walks of life there, but it is very much welcoming of the queer communities. Like, who knows? Like, maybe it's a guy or a girl, or maybe it's neither. You never know. Maybe it's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's my environment. It's very, like, much a rock and roll club, but also with, you know, some peppered in, like, pop favorites. And um, there will also be like a downstage area for uh, where there'll be a stage for queer musicians to perform and or drag shows could be down there also. So my signature cocktail is called the Scissor Sister. (laughs) And 
<laughs> because um, you never know. Like, uh, you know, everyone wants to kiki with their sisters. Plus, with going with the music and rock and roll theme, then it will also, you know, is the name of a awesome band, the Scissor Sisters. So that's my club. Nice. 96. Club 96. <laughs> no, that sounds awesome. That sounds like a bar that I definitely like to go to. I can throw on my Converse and ripped up, you know, denim and just go party. Yeah, absolutely. Just come wear whatever you want. No pretentious gays judging you. <laughs> hey, we're here for that. <laughs> All right. Do you want me to go next then? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to wing this just like <laughs> Valentina. So... <laughs> My club is called The Poodle, and it's an exclusive gay club for (laughs) our older queens. Um, (laughs) We open at 6 p.m. bright and early so that we can get in and get out. (laughs) Um, (laughs) In this club, it's super exclusive for the older queens. That means you have to set, there would be no standing, and your cheers must be mild. And our signature cocktail is anything that you would order at a cheeseburger in paradise because old people love that fucking restaurant and I have no idea why. (laughs) So come join the poodle today. Fabulous. I love it. I'm going to go to the poodle, girl. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, my club is called Neptune and it's a very kind of like sexy, romantic and dreamy kind of vibe. I think like Midsummer's Night's Eve, but very like gentleman's club, but open to all genders and all of our non-binary friends and family. Um, Lots of plants, very lush, lights everywhere, very like brick and steel, very industrial, romantic kind of vibe. So there'd be like an area for cigars and hookah. There's also a separate room for uh, drag shows and dance parties. Wide mix of music. You know, maybe you want to hear some Claude Von Stroke for our EDM queens out there. Maybe you want to hear some Solange. And of course, you know, there's Beyonce playing the house down. So (laughs) very classy, vibey look. So um, let's see. My signature drink, it's actually called the Pine. So it's made with pineapple juice, Maker's Mark, with a splash of acorn. Oh, nice. Wait, what the fuck is a splash of acorn? Like you just throw the acorn in? Yeah, a little spice. And it gives it kind of like a... It kind of deepens the flavor. So there's the sweet, there's the spicy of the bourbon, and then this just kind of brings it down to with um, the kind of brick and steel, lush, forest. I think feel. you have to grind the acorn in a mortar and pedestal, pestle, <laughs> and then you sprinkle it into there to give it a nice flavor. I know it sounds weird, but like it's it would be really good. Trust me. When you said it was going to be called okay. the pine, I thought it was going to taste like cat piss in the woods. <laughs> the best candle ever no 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 think like nature dreamlands like if you're just a fierce fairy out here listening to like um you know say the band they her solange maybe you want to hear some classic rock okay oh damn sorry i meant to say at the poodle there would also be like an oxygen bar (laughs) just in case you need it but (laughs) Damn it, I forgot that. <laughs> That's a great idea, though, girl. You're like, 
you know, you've gone to the wow. dance floor for a couple minutes and you're winded and you got to get out of there. <laughs> well, that was fun. Yes, that was really fun. All right, you guys. So moving on into the show. So they kind of all, you know, go into groups. They are, you know, making their clubs or whatever, coming up with their designs. Initially, I was worried for Latrice, Manila and Trinity's team because the idea didn't really seem fully realized but once it actually started get going like that definitely changed i was like all right like i think they'll do well Mm -hmm. i got the same vibe it's like hoping for the best right oh gosh i hope this works for them (laughs) well yeah and i like i thought they would do good just because manila always brings it on challenges like this like trinity can be really funny when she's acting and then like Latrice has had some really good moments, but she's also like good at like the hosting thing. So I was like, I felt like they're so like they're such veterans that they were gonna be fine. Yeah, and mm. Latrice is such a great host too. So I was like, this is like a challenge for her definitely to do well in. Yeah. So they're all kind of putting their little clubs together, and Valentina just starts to walk around and just like trash everyone else's <laughs> club idea. And then we cut back to her and Naomi's like little club, and there's like two plants and a disco ball. Like it looked like a meth den, and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Yeah, and that oversized sparkly panther, like, I just did not know what the hell was going on, and I was so worried for my girl, Naomi. I was like, what is she doing to us? Make her stop. Yeah, it was real scary, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't understand. Like, I think I figured out after two seasons, Valentina's problem. Like, she has major ADD. Like, she cannot, like, stay focused on anything. She's just like, oh, I'll figure it out later. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, like you need to actually do something, though. <laughs> yeah, we need to be productive right now. So what's going I on? I know. I felt so bad for Naomi because in that team, I think I would have been the Naomi also <laughs> because I'd be like, all right, we need to like get things to say. Like we need to have bits ready. We need to like get all this stuff together. And right. And I, I would go absolutely crazy having to work with Valentina. Just like, I don't know, girl, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we can't just. Oh, oh, my gosh. Stress. Just stress. Definitely. So why don't we move into talking about each club experience? So mm-hmm. we'll start with the black hole with the team of Monique and Monet. I thought that these two did a pretty good job overall. Like I liked the concept. I like I loved the name and their um club looks were very fun. I loved Monique's outfit. I loved the face beat and hair and eyes that Monet was serving and everyone seemed to be enjoying themselves. They had um a couple guest judges in the house so they really had to impress them with the whole experience but i think they did a good job yeah i thought they did really well too like i thought there was a lot of energy there like monique and um monet they were both really good at like just um kind of having those like hosting abilities and just kind of being off the cuff so i thought that Mm -hmm. they both did really well and i liked like their whole concept yeah absolutely the the concept was definitely interesting um i really thought uh, maybe an interesting note is both of their outfits really kind of revolved around black and blue i'm um, sorry black and yellow costumes so i'm wondering if that was mm-hmm. like a theme given to them or if it was just coincidence that they <laughs> like most of the teams were wearing black and yellow oh i didn't catch that my first thought was that then the yellow would pop out and the black was kind of like contouring and outlining the yellow with the lighting they had but yeah i guess a lot of the teams did have 
black and like yellow. was the category Wiz Khalifa or <laughs> I don't know all right girl so like definitely I really had to give it up for Monique and Monet because both of their outfits were like really really like to me like elevated more than what they usually will wear so mm-hmm. with Monet I really enjoyed like, I mean, with her, it was like a typical bodysuit. It's what she's most comfortable wearing. But also she had that sort of same sort of texture as Trinity's entrance look with, you know, the little plastic pieces hanging off. So that was really mm-hmm. good. I really enjoyed Monique's look a lot. The tentacle fingers like were just so good. I love Like that. her sunglasses that kind of looked like it was like paint like coming down or something like that. That yeah. was that was well done. Super good. And her hair was good. Like it was definitely like they definitely played up the club kid aspect of the, of which was kind of, I think, part of the challenge. Because if you're having Suzanne Barch as one of the guest judges, it's like they clearly took that note as like make a good club, but also have a good club kid outfit. Yep. You better be serving those looks. Definitely. Um, so then we have Club 96 <laughs> with Naomi and Valentina. <laughs> club 96. Woo, club so 96. first thought... <laughs> Club 96. <laughs> um, Naomi turned it out. You know, I wasn't sure. I was worried for Valentina. I really was. I thought that the energy between the two was good enough to say that they did a good job because we spent so much time watching the episode just worrying about how this was going to come out. And um, overall, it probably like wasn't the best of all three. But, you know, you can tell that somebody in the group put the work in to make sure that it was executed well yeah i thought i thought actually it was like pretty good like i didn't think it was terrible it just probably wasn't as good as like everybody else not as polished yeah but i thought the club 96 them like saying that over and over was kind of funny Mm -hmm. um i thought valentina did an okay job because i thought she was pretty funny just acting like valentina does um yeah so i mean i didn't think it was like terrible but it was it just wasn't as good as everyone else yeah i i mean the club itself yeah i agree it looked really nice like it was a little bit too like one note for me but one thing i did note is that to me it looked more like a fashion event like a fashion runway than an actual club which you know makes sense they're both you know that's the whole thing they were going for we're like we're young and pretty you know we know naomi loves fashion and valentina too but so i mean that all made sense to me but i kept just being like i want a little more both Mm -hmm. of their outfits like matched i don't like one was um naomi's had the clear pieces and then valentina had like the blue and pink pieces but they were like the same Mm -hmm. design basically yeah and that the judges later actually got on naomi's case about you know wearing that same cut of dress so um yeah that was definitely something i noticed as well it was very fashion yeah it's their personalities will that work in a club meh it's just like you said it's a very pr event yeah absolutely i think of the two i think naomi looked better i thought valentina's wig looked kind of trash like it was like not very stylized and just very flat and basic so Mm -hmm. i think i think valent or uh, not valentina i think naomi pulled it off a little bit better so i felt kind of bad for her (laughs) for the whole challenge because it's like clearly she didn't have like someone pulling her own weight yeah and we later learned too that you know naomi put together a lot of the dialogue i think that it's probably what saved her and you know valentina just doing the same valentina stuff doesn't always work sorry girl i know <laughs> sad face sad face <laughs> uh all right so the last club club hive with um latrice 
Manila and Trinity. We talked about being a little nervous for them earlier in the show. However, I think that they really took it, like, they really turned it out. All three queens had, like, really amazing looks. Trinity's was probably the worst for me, but somehow she still won. (laughs) Not saying it was bad. Trinity's was kind of... Not saying it was bad. It it was... Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was just muted, right? Compared to Latrice's beehive bun, Mm -hmm. updo... And that fierce, furry jacket of Manila's that I want. I know, girl. (laughs) And her dress was really nice, too. I don't think that they really showed it off really well in the challenge, but it was like the same Mm -hmm. color scheme and like a giant big Manila bow on the front. Yeah, Mm. I did like that. I took that fashion note. It's giving me very, very fashion vibes. But, you know, Manila's going to bring that. I think that most of you would probably think that this was my favorite of the three because of the whole beehive, (laughs) beehive approach. But... My favorite was actually Monet and Monique, but I appreciated what they were doing here. Like everything was very on theme. I think they had the best looking set overall. Yeah, for sure. I was really disappointed that they missed the chance to have a lemonade themed drink for their, (laughs) for their drink. Right, right. Yeah. I I mean, I thought I can see why Trinity won. I didn't really particularly like her outfit over the others in that segment, but I, I thought she did a good job like being a host and like performing. And honestly, like I think she gets I don't know. It cracks it cracked me up how they ended it with the bee thing and when she was like, Release the bees. That was so like, funny. I don't know. <laughs> like to me that was just like, Okay, well you fucking win just for that because that shit is hilarious. I lost my shit when they did that and I just started cracking up so much. It was hilarious. We did too. <laughs> We're on the couch like, what the fuck is going on? Like, could you imagine if someone just let out bees in the club? Well, that's one way to clear the crowd, girl. (laughs) Yeah. It's like... It's closing time. Release the bees. (laughs) The other thing, too, to point out is I really like that a sign that said, be yourself. So I like that. I loved that. I loved that. A good message and still on theme. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So Good job, Good job, ladies. All right, so do you guys want to take a quick break here and then we'll come back with our own fashion photo review? Sure. All right. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember, everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. All right, you guys. Well, thank you for coming back to Thanks for Coming. I personally went and got myself a nice cold beverage, a nice cherry tart beer. What are you guys drinking Mm. since it's still dry January, right? (laughs) Oh, shade girl. You shady queen. So we actually broke dry January a little early. We have some (gasps) red wine today. Oh, dos mios. Yeah. Ay, so. Dios mio. <laughs> Sorry, Queens. How could Dry you January. do that? It's over. <laughs> How dare you? We were all believing in you. Hey, this is like the fourth January we've done this. So, you know, we had a pretty good run. We were just like, a drink sounds good to share with Monet. So why not? Hell yeah. I'm planning on doing dry New Year's Day next year. So I'll be there right with you guys <laughs> for day one. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is going to be very confusing for people because I'm pretty sure in our intro we said we're like still in dry January, but it's like a back to the future or something. Yeah, girl, you know we're a time travel <laughs> podcast. Come on now. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, let's get into the runway. First and foremost, obviously, we have to talk about Miss RuPaul Charles's look. What did you guys think? Oh my gosh. So Mama Ru, you know, she keeps stepping it up for us. Um, I was just like, uh, it's always fun to see what RuPaul is going to wear. So I enjoyed it. Is it bad that I don't remember? <laughs> I don't know. She <laughs> had a blue animal print with the fe- with one arm. It was the feathers. Rude. You don't remember oh, wait, what she yeah, wore? Okay. okay. I remember <laughs> this now. I was not impressed. Were you drunk yes. when you watched this too? I might have been buzzed. We did. We did watch. We did watch Drag Race after the Monet show, so we were a little turnt. But I remember specifically, Stony was not a fan of um, Mama Ru's hair or the full look. I thought that the hair and the face beat was fine. I could have done without the furry arm or give me two furry arms to make it more dramatic but it was like uh, it's Rue yeah I for me I kind of went back and forth between liking it and just kind of being indifferent but in the end I think that I ended up like I think it would be like a, a super safe like it's a, it was like just kind of like a safe look but like mm-hmm. a top safe I look agree. <laughs> I agree I think that two furry sleeves would have sent it over the top but yeah. um, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think it would have been cool to really see her do one of her, like, you know, maybe like a throwback to one of her club kid looks that maybe was more iconic for her. Yeah, yeah, good call. I would have loved to see that. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe next year. Um. So the category is Plastique Fantastique, this runway. So basically, we're all living our plastic Barbie fantasies. Except for Valentina. And so first up is Latrice Royale. What did you guys think of her look? I thought it was good. Like What? I didn't hate you better it. Better change your tone, Queen. Uh, you are killing me today. No, I mean, okay, I did really like it. I guess I was just like more so because I'm like, is this the latex challenge? <laughs> Or is this like the plastic? I guess those are both the same thing. I don't know, but I thought it looked cool. I liked it. You know what Latrice was serving for me? Like, and this is not anything about her size. It's just like the way the outfit looked. Like she was just giving me like carnival blow up, like toy fantasy. Like I thought it looked really cool. I love the long bobbly kind of like bubble tea ponytail down to the floor. It's just like, if I were at the carnival playing the game, like that's the prize (laughs) I would want. Like I'm wasting all of my money on this game so I can win that doll. I was loving it. I thought you were going to say that, (laughs) that she was living her snuffleupagus fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) snout and going in the wrong direction Uh, on that i did like it i don't want to i don't want to say that i i didn't want people to think i didn't like it i'm just saying that you weren't like overly excited about it yeah i guess is what i'm saying well i was overly excited about it i thought her look looked really good the dress fit her very well it was very good and form-fitting uh to Mm -hmm. me some inspirations i got were like she looked like sort of like a Splatoon character. <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then very cool. Also, I got a little bit of the uh, Fifth Element realness, sort of Ooh, like the opera I singer from Fifth that. Element. 
you're speaking my language now. And I was living for that blue glittery lip too. Yes. I love when Latrice does glittery lips because like for some reason on her, it just like looks so much better. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I was very proud of Latrice this week. I know I ragged on her last episode. I was very proud of her this week. Yeah. She turned it, girl. Like complete 180. This is like the Latrice we should have seen like from the beginning, but she's here now. So whatever. That's it. All right. What about Manila? Luzon. Manila's always got some fun kind of quirk, of course. It's Manila. So she's giving us like plastic. Um, I forget what you call that like Shrink fruit wrap. lady. Oh, uh, what's the, her name? The, the uh, with, like fruit basket on her head and like the, the coconut cabana. I forget. I Y'all know she's the I'm banana lady, the one that's like Del Monte bananas or something. Chiquita I banana. <laughs> it might be Chiquita. I don't know. But yeah, the like um, shrink wrap or cellophane, whatever you want to call it. Like, it was it was cool. You know, I think it was safe for for Manila a little bit. She had the wrapped basket on her head. That was a fun addition. But, you know, Manila, I thought I think that this she knew this was a look she can get away with, but still serve. Yeah, so it was fun. I, I, I liked Manila's. I felt like it was it brought me back to me like working in the grocery store. So I'm <laughs> sure Nick uh, can appreciate that since I worked <laughs> at the grocery store with him. Um, <laughs> Are you telling me that you can make Manila's hat? Yes, girl. I could have made her whole fucking dress with shrink wrap. Fierce. So I don't know. I just appreciate Manila. I love how she always like makes costumes out of food. I don't know. I love Manila and everything she does. So I thought it was good. Her, uh, the, the shape of her dress was very reminiscent of RuPaul's season 10, uh, premiere promo look look. Mm -hmm. just different materials but i i appreciate the the nod i guess if that's what it was nice reference poll yes next we have trinity the took old miss trinity thought stony i like this one too um i thought i don't know i like the hair i thought the I couldn't really explain like her dress or whatever. And then when the judges said like, it looked like somebody just threw like some gum yeah. on you. Like <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I thought it looked good. I, it was like one of my favorites probably. I thought the same thing. Like I loved the hair color. I loved it. Like you can just tell that Trinity's pushing herself and the outfit looked really cool. Initially, I didn't know what the hell was going on, but like Stoney said, as soon as they made that bubble gum, or smushed gum whatever they said analogy it was like oh that's exactly what it is that's what that is <laughs> all right next up we have miss naomi smalls what did you think of her look was it a toot or a boot it was you know it was barely a toot and here's why because i loved the hair color i loved how it matched her boa but this is we've seen this from Naomi before. So I just want her to push herself and step a little outside of the box, like use that height and how thin she is to give us more drama, like give us some exaggerated shoulder pads or give us some like exaggerated hip action. Yeah, something just push yourself. <laughs> yeah, she can be such a fabulous looking alien and she just hasn't taken it there yet. Yeah, I didn't. Like, I didn't think um, it was terrible, but compared to everyone else, like, I felt like it was a bar below everyone else. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, like, not bad, but compared to everyone else, not as good. (laughs) Well, personally, for me, I really hate it when queens just, like, fashion a bunch of discs into a dress. But, uh, and so I was prepared to hate it initially when it came out. 
but it actually really grew uh, grew on me because just kind of what the judges were saying, the contrast and colors, like it really helped mm-hmm. everything to stand out. And to me, I read sort of like a 60s mod vibe to it too. So I Yes, I, very, very mod. Yeah. So I really enjoy I, I I enjoyed her dress maybe more than you guys it sounds, but I can also understand where you guys are coming from as well. I I appreciated the look, but I just want mo- I just want Naomi to push herself a little tougher. Yeah. A little further. Then uh, next we have Miss Valentina. What did you guys think, Stony? Um, the problem with Valentina, like, I didn't think this was like terrible because I thought like it kind of had that, like the judges were saying, it was kind of like the Barbie vibe to mm-hmm. it. But I think the problem with Valentina, like, she's been kind of repeating some of the, like the same shit that she's been doing, <laughs> like. Yeah. Like, I get like Miss Venezuela, Miss Columbia are different, but like also too like. It seems like with her, like even on her first season, like it was like, oh, I'm going to dress in all white and be this like beautiful, like bride or whatever. And I feel like she does stuff like that a lot. So I don't know. I feel like Valentina, even though she is my, like, I'm really like one of, (laughs) I'm one of her biggest fans. Yeah. One of her biggest fans. Like it was probably time for her to go because we've seen everything we're going to see from her at this point. Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) I liked, I liked the interpretation on the plastic and mama Michelle was borderline problematic, not remembering, you know, Miss Columbia versus Miss Venezuela, but you know, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> yeah. But I get where she, I get where she's coming from. Like we've seen the sash, we've seen the pageant queen before. Like the Barbie idea is cute, but could we have made it Malibu Barbie? Could we have made it another type of Barbie? Yeah. Probably so. And the issue for me really with her outfit is I wasn't buying into her camel toe fantasy. The dress was too short. It was too short. It didn't work. It didn't come off the way it should have. Yeah. I mean, if it would have been longer, it would have been a stronger look. I think I didn't need to see Mm -hmm. her like tuck and that looked like a camel toe. Right. Yeah. See, I, I feel like if she would have came out there dressed as Barbie and really sold, like I am a Barbie doll. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that would have been amazing. I would have been like, Holy shit. That's an awesome, like look like Mm -hmm. you came out as Barbie during the plastic challenge. But like, to me, like, she just didn't go full plastic and then it was like another like oh i'm at like miss universe or whatever and it's like you've yeah. already done this like in other challenges so oh, could you imagine if she came out looking like one of those like <laughs> um barbies that she used to get in like the happy meals the like hard plastic dolls yeah that's what she should have done yeah well she had the uh plastic arms uh she had like the vinyl arm pieces but they were kind of bunching so it made her arms look a little bit awkward i don't know Mm -hmm. i wasn't here for it sorry yeah uh next we have monet exchange what do you think of her look i thought it was really good like i um monet i've been like kind of critical of her like earlier this season but like i felt like the last couple looks she's had have really like elevated up and like i thought this one was really good as well so um I don't know, like props to Monet because I feel like she's been turning it out here lately. I was getting like 
Game of Thrones vibes if there was like a hidden sparkly <laughs> queen warrior somewhere. Like maybe she's friends with the mother of dragons, but I was here for that warrior princess plastic look for sure. And I loved her hair and makeup. Yeah. Gorgeous. Absolutely. That wig is something that we haven't really seen for Monet yet, I don't think. I could be wrong, but it was just the way it was styled was very interesting. You know, the sort of like blues into pink and um, mm-hmm. yeah, the dress was really good. I mean, it's just a really good look for her. I think she's kind of starting to shine. I was like, all right, like because she had a really solid look on the runway and in her club scenes. So I was like, damn, mm-hmm. she's like may- could be a strong contender for this season. Maybe that's true. Serving a stoned cotton candy realness fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> and then last but not least, Monique Hart. Uh, Monique she just I think it's like what the judges said like the flat bananas kind of killed it like if they were 3D like full out plastic bananas and maybe a little more zhuzh on the upper bodice it would have been a better look yeah it just wasn't like the plastic looks we were getting from everyone else like I mean I guess technically the bananas were probably made out of vinyl like plastic or whatever but it wasn't like it didn't read the outfit as a whole didn't read plastic to me You can just tell this look was kind of maybe like an afterthought. If she's looking at her list of things to bring to the competition, this (laughs) really wasn't a category she was putting her all into for sure. Yeah, I thought for me it was like one of the worst looks of the night. I think, I don't know. I felt like if you're like going to do a plastic challenge, like you should come up something come up with something better than what what she did so Mm -hmm. sorry girl all right so that was the runway we find out that uh after the critique that trinity and latrice are the tops and uh, manila's a little bit upset as the third member of that team that she was not on the top yeah and that's you know we're all human but the judges, you know, they'd mentioned to Manila, like, you know, let the other members of your group breathe because Manila is very dominant, especially like in a hostess kind of challenge, because this is what Manila is used to doing. If any of you think back to Manila's early career, she was actually in an episode of Sex in the City. I believe it was season two where she was doing exactly this. She's hosting a party. So this is very much Manila's gig. So, you know, she was a little upset because... Her teammates kind of stole the spotlight, but we can't win every week. And, you know, at least the Queens recognized her hard work. Yeah, they did. And I thought that was really nice of them to recognize the hard work. For me, I would have put the top two as Latrice and Manila because I think in the club, I think that uh, Trinity's look was the least impressive. And also based on the runway looks, I thought hers was also the least impressive out of those three only. So mm-hmm. I would have enjoyed seeing Manila and Latrice on the top, but I, I, I mean, La- Trinity did awesome too. So good for her. Like absolutely, congratulations to Trinity. I don't know why. Maybe Rue could have just. I mean, three people to, on the top is just a little too much. So yeah, yeah, that would send the queens into a frenzy. <laughs> I think it was just splitting hairs. To be honest, like Manila was definitely one of the top queens this week. So. Yeah. And, you know, maybe her ability to not kind of like overshadow is what kept her at the bottom of the three. So that's something to consider. Yeah. And then we find out that Valentina and Naomi are the bottoms, ah! which is kind of what we were expecting throughout the sh- episode. <laughs> yeah. So Latrice and Trinity are the top. Go team Jamal. But then also, oh, no, my fave. She's in the bottom. <laughs> yeah (laughs) i was so nervous like i was just drunk and nervous (laughs) yeah i was i don't know like i was really nervous i didn't think 
I kind of felt like Trinity was definitely going to eliminate Valentina, but I felt like Latrice was going to stick with Valentina and mm-hmm. like vote out Naomi. So I was kind of shocked by the whole thing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Latrice wins and she says, you know, I'm sending them this amazing performer home. She sends Valentina home. And honestly, I think she, she made the right decision because um, Naomi put in a lot more work for the club scene. I thought mm-hmm. her looks were were better than uh, Valentina's in the both you know the runway and the club Valentina was about to get voted off anyways so it was like kind of her time but it was nice that she got to stay through this because I think she got to exit like in a good way like she got to exit on top still yeah yeah she definitely went out on a high I would say and Naomi did have a better report card if that's what we want to if that's how we want to frame it she had a better report card right yeah all right. Do we want to? Oh, sorry. Do we want to like just? Oh, I kind of wanted to briefly mention like the lip sync part. Oh yeah. Just because something that annoys me, like I was kind of annoyed by like Trinity's lip sync performance. Yeah. Because it was just like the. I don't know. I guess it's all drag though. But like to me, when you're just like gonna wear like a complete like old man bodysuit thing, like that's not to me like. I don't know, drag. That's just Halloween, right? Yeah, it turns into like Halloween Party City vibes. Like, yeah, I I thought this was on purpose. I think that this was meant for a challenge and that Trinity threw this lip sync because she did not want to make that decision. That's what I think deep down. That could be. I mean, but we've uh, seen this look before, actually, because Monet did basically the same thing on the season 10 with trinity so it's like why are you basically copying monet because it didn't work for monet why would you try it yeah, yeah. i think she was throwing it i don't know i didn't think about it was just that. kind of like annoying to me like i don't know even in even when shangela did it like on i forget all stars like, i guess that was all stars yeah. i was kind of annoyed with that too because i was like this isn't actually your body it's just like you're wearing props at this point mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know just yeah. like I feel minor you, girl. pettiness. Yeah, no, me. I feel you. I feel you. I was just <laughs> upset. Like, but I also felt bad because maybe Trinity thought this was going to be some like big, hilarious, funny reveal, and she did not get her moment. She totally missed the mark on that reveal. Trinity is no fool. I think she knows well, very well, what she was doing. Yeah. All right, you guys. You want to let us know how the scores are looking, Stony? Yes. So. Big week for Jamal. Woo! Uh, Latrice and Trinity won the main challenges, so Jamal gets 10 points apiece for those. Yes! Latrice won the lip sync for Your Legacy, so Jamal gets another 10 points. Yes! Um, Seth, you and I both get four points for uh, Queens being on the show still. Jamal gets uh, six points because uh, he still has three queens in the mix. Woohoo! There was a lot of crying this episode, so <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but Latrice, I believe, cried mm-hmm. over Valentina, so Jamal gets two. Trinity cried about Valentina, so Jamal gets two. And then Valentina also cried, I thought. So yeah, yeah she, she did. did. She did. I don't know if there was anyone else, but those were the ones I remembered. I think that was it. Okay. For, I guess, the totals. So that means Jamal uh, received 40 points this week. Yes, Woo! bitch. <laughs> um, 
I received only six points and then Seth got four points. So um, the total after all of the episodes so far, Jamal's in first with 141 points. Yes. <laughs> Seth is in second place with 127 points. Woo. <laughs> And I'm still in last with 104 points. Damn, girl. <laughs> That's rough. Ouch. And with only one queen in because I only have Monique left. So, uh, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> and Jamal has all Maybe of his too now again. That's yeah. right. Thanks, Mama Roo. Maybe season 11 will go better for you, Stoney. I hope so. I'm choosing Banji first, girl. <laughs> I mean, I got kind of screwed over because last week, both of my people were did so well. They didn't even have to compete. So then I missed out on all the points. And then this That's week, true. they also did really good. So I didn't get any, but not good enough to make the top. So it's like, whatever. I had two nah. kind of slow weeks, but I'm hoping for next week, we'll pull it out, y'all. <laughs> you got this, Queens, but you got to get through us first. <laughs> all right, you guys. Well, why don't we go ahead and move into our next segment where we talk about trade. Trade. Oh. All right, you guys, welcome back to Thanks for Coming. We are going to talk about Trade, the sexiest podcast segment anyone has ever created. And it's on our show, so you came to the right spot. Who has a good pick for Trade this week? Jamal or Stoney, who wants to go first? (laughs) Who went first last week? I don't know. I'll go first this time, though, because I am ready, unlike you. He caught me. Wow. Um, (laughs) My trade of the week, his um, Instagram name is called Diet Pork. (laughs) Oh. And. Oh, I know who this is. Two of your favorite things. Yes. Diets and porks. (laughs) Um, I was thinking about diet soda, but. (laughs) (laughs) That too. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I started following this guy because um, he is really good friends with these two girls that were on Survivor and Amazing Race called the 20s, Natalie and Nadia. They're pretty awesome. This doesn't mean anything to me. um, Anyway, he was like, (laughs) I don't know. He's like one of their good friends. And yeah, and actually, um, Bianca Del Del Rio follows him too. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, that's crazy. That thirsty queen. Yeah, but he's always doing like CrossFit and like fun things with the 20s. So... He's really cute. Can't relate. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I wish I was friends with the 20s, so. Me too. I don't even know who they are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're like, they basically are like our reality stars. They've been on like a couple different shows. And um, one of them, Natalie. Natalie won Survivor. Natalie won Survivor. Yeah. So he's just like in all their posts. Like they're really good friends. So we kind of saw him first. Well, I'll speak for myself. I saw him first in like their Instagram posts. I followed him at one point, but then I think I unfollowed him. <laughs> but now I might follow Shade. <laughs> Jamal's like every like 30 days, like it's the purge on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get a new crop of <laughs> thoughts in here. <laughs> yeah you can't be looking too thirsty you have to just like follow your absolute faves and then every once in a while you notice that number sneaking back up and you're like okay hold on yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I did take a sneak peek of Stoney's trade and he does look very cute. He wears a little too much clothing, I think, but we'll we'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> that's because i think he's like a real person and not like an instagram thought yeah like i think he's actually has like a real career uh-huh so you're telling me that if i go to audible.com and type in offer code diet pork that i'm not gonna get a free audiobook <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to tell what you will get when you type in diet pork but <laughs> you can try it girl <laughs> All right, I'll let you guys know next podcast. <laughs> uh, what about you, Jamal? Who's your trade? My trade is, um, I think it's pronounced Ian Havoc. It's um, Havoc spelled H-A-V-O-K. But uh, this is different for me because he's kind of like an icy blonde, but he's really muscular and fit. I stumbled upon him earlier this week, you know, that pesky Discover page. But um, he takes some pretty cool pictures. It says that he's a cult leader. It doesn't say anything about Scientology. So I just went ahead and followed him. Jamal drank the Kool-Aid, girl. <laughs> almost, almost. She liked a few pictures, but he kind of looks like, you know, when you look at those like classic, um, the like Greek statues or like what you see in Italy, like all those classic like marble statues. Mm-hmm. He looks like a living version of one of those. Wow. He looks yeah. like, I agree, but he also kind of looks like a villain on like the Avengers or something. <laughs> Do you think that's why I like him? Because he's like evil. Yeah, Maybe. like I feel like he is like an evil like Bond villain or something. I could see it. <laughs> and of course, per Jamal standards, he has a nice pair of cakes. Cakes, 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 cakes. Delicioso. Yes. Well, I haven't seen your pick yet, but I'm just going to assume by your description that it was fabulous. Yes, yes, yes. Check him out, ladies and germs. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, you guys. Well, for my trade, I mean, obviously, this kind of goes well with Jamal and Stoney's gift that you heard me open earlier in the podcast. Well, my trade is not Rod Stewart, um, but... <laughs> <laughs> It is another musician. And, you know, I am not, I don't discriminate here like some other queens, but I did decide to pick that my trade this week will be all of the members of the band (laughs) Greta Van Fleet. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I picked the entire band. Yeah, you're like choosing the entire band. That's very bold of you. (laughs) Seth doesn't have to have a trade for, like, the next three weeks. (laughs) Well, I mean, I figured we could just, like, band them together. Like, I mean, it could just be one fun night. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, we can totally do that. I see that. Yeah. So I um, have been reinvigorated by their band and music because they just performed on Saturday Night Live last week. Mm. So I really enjoyed that. And I was like, wow, there are... I, I don't think I really had paid attention to what they looked like until then. And I was like, wow, they are really like all hot. And I was like, like literally every single person is hot. <laughs> and the, um, the drummer like reminds me of Khal Drogo from uh, game of Thrones. <laughs> like, Ooh, I'm here for that. Yeah. And they're all muscular <laughs> and they all wear their shirts open. <laughs> I just see all of their abs. Uh, you don't want to just like, 
pull on Cal Drogo's like ponytail, just like yank it back a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Was that like Game of Thrones season three or something? (laughs) It was like season one, I think. Definitely early on. Yeah, girl. He was the king of the um, Dothraki. The Dothraki people. Oh. (laughs) If you would have watched the show, like not been a loser, then you would know this. I actually watched the last. episode that aired without I guess I knowing anything else that happened <laughs> yeah pretty much i won't spoil it for everyone but <laughs> um shit Sounds goes like down you're spoiling it for yourself <laughs> <laughs> he is he is don't say shit just say everybody's fucked <laughs> everybody's yeah. fucked y'all <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah, so that's my trade. I get, it can be all of the members of Greta Van Fleet, or they can just like have a sign-up sheet or whatever for whoever wants to join my party. Well, and sh- um, <laughs> yeah, any of them can get it. Well, I shit, like next week I'm just going to do like the whole entire like soccer team of like Spain or something. Ooh. <laughs> well, if you can handle that, girl, then uh, you're more than welcome to pick all of them. <laughs> I know she's <laughs> full of endurance. <laughs> she's a thirsty bottom now. <laughs> what I didn't know the happening? rules were. I didn't know the rules would be changing. We're playing street rules now, Stony. <laughs> Listen, don't give me any ideas. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't even want to know. That sounded really evil and like like uh scheming girl it's season 12 of drag race it's time to like step up <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh y'all wanted a twist <laughs> we're picking eight trades at once <laughs> we're gonna rename this section to gangbangs <laughs> oh my god are you allowed to post that many like slider photos like can you post like 20 of i can them post as s- many as i want yeah i'm pretty sure you okay. could we can just do the entire pit crew roster yeah <laughs> my pick is season six of rupaul's drag race all of them <laughs> <laughs> uh. pearl goes first <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Pearl. Oh, my gosh. Well, that was one of the more invigorating sections of the <laughs> trade. So um, I had a good time this week. Hopefully you guys all did, too. Uh, until next week, I think we will be maybe dropping you a mini podcast talking about the season 11 queens in all seriousness. Yes. And then when they post the season 12 casting tapes, we'll do an episode for that, too, for the season 12 <laughs> casting. <laughs> yeah. All 4,000. So it's going to be a long one. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, we'll, we're going to do a mini podcast for the Meet the Queens in the middle of this season. And then once we go directly into season 11, we'll be covering that, too, it sounds like. so. That's right. And remember to join us on Instagram and Twitter at TFC Pod or shoot us an email at TFC Pod at gmail.com we're having a lot of fun welcome to all of you new listeners on twitter if you've trickled over and actually started listening remember to tell a friend rate and subscribe and we're glad to have you yeah girl thanks for coming (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys stay safe out there have a good weekend or week or whatever you're doing with your lives (laughs) it's probably more exciting (laughs) than mine Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> but until next week, bye. 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 Did you say it, Stony? Bye. I don't. I feel like Stony didn't participate. <laughs> I participated. I'm just like very tired. Okay. <laughs> That was a weak ass bye. <laughs> <laughs>